8 p.m. on a Thursday, Boston, Massachusetts. Hey guys, I got some news, some terrible news. We got a huge problem. I feel like we could do a podcast and it would be a million times better than whatever that drivel was we were listening to. What the hell is a podcast? What is that? The future of radio, you jabronis. Hey yo, and welcome to our legitimate show of kids. <laughs> This is the Always Sunny Cast, and I'm your co-host, Eric. And my name is co-host Ross. I'm with the Family Association for the Protection of Children. Oh, uh-oh. <laughs> uh... <laughs> uh, and uh, this is the podcast where we talk about It's Always Sunny, episode by episode, scene by scene. We break it all down. We talk about what makes it uh, funny. You know, what uh, We look up the jokes they make and the references, and we just sort of discuss the things we find within. Yeah little discovery and uh, picking things apart a little bit. Yeah, explain do, doing the funniest thing possible, explaining jokes. Everyone loves that. <laughs> For the layman. Today, yeah, today, Ross, this, there isn't a moment of this episode that isn't funny. It's not one single second. <laughs> I know, spoiler alert, my favorite quote is everything said in this episode i know it was really hard i couldn't pick anything not only that i I had so much stuff to choose from for like the ending like if you like this episode stuff like it was just it was just i don't know it was like (laughs) there's so much to work with it is like i don't know from front so much material it's crazy like the second it starts there isn't a single funny thing not happening you know what i mean like (laughs) it's crazy everybody has a perfect game you know what I think it might be too is like this. This is one of those episodes where they have a clear goal. They have one yeah, clear goal. Everyone exactly. Kind of. Yeah, they have one clear set thing in mind. And oh man, it's just it's so so fun. Um, any business up top? Uh, I don't have anything. All right. Well, I can tell by your unzipped jumpsuit that we're ready to to jump into this. <laughs> Today we're talking season seven, episode three, Frank Reynolds' Little Beauties. Original air date of September 29th, 2011. Written by Scott Mata and Rob Roselle. Directed by Matt Shackman. And Ross, what's that IMDb summary? The IMDb summary is the gang accidentally hosts a child beauty pageant. That's it. I mean, yeah. It is. Yeah, that's kind <laughs> 100%. of 100%. That's more or less what happens. They fall into it. Yeah, it's, it's what happens. Uh, and this episode came out in 2011. Anything going on in 2011? <laughs> Not much, no. But I did find out that Miss USA 2011 is Alyssa Campanella. Oh. And so, I also found sounds like, out... It sounds like someone we went to high school with. <laughs> and uh, Miss America 2011 is Teresa Scanlon. And I did not know that there was a difference. So in my search, both names kept coming up. And I'm like, how could both people be the <laughs> winner of the same competition? <laughs> uh, as it turns out, <laughs> there's multiple. I was going to ask you, have have you ever seen, watched, participated in, or had anything to do with a beauty pageant? Or any pageant in general? <laughs> no. yeah me either like the most i know about like beauty pageants is that one seinfeld episode where he's dating one of the miss america contest people oh yeah and kramer chaperones that's like my (laughs) extent of my knowledge of of pageants uh john benet was she a beauty pageant kid you were talking to the wrong guy my man i I know that name tangentially like it's like just on the cusp of my knowledge oh that's like classic 90s true crime right Right. no that's exactly and that's all i know right there that sentence (laughs) 
Uh, so, all right, nice. Thank you for uh, filling us in on the on uh, the, our winners, our, ch- <laughs> our champions. All right, cold open, 12 p.m. on a Saturday in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. At the bar, Frank bursts in and informs the gang he got mixed up in a beauty pageant. So they're going to have a nice little conversation here about kings to start this off with. In America, a lot of America stuff. I, I couldn't tell if this uh, entry conversation was something from we've heard before or I've just seen this episode so many times I knew this like the back of my hand. The king, the king, like in America we never had kings at some yes. point. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure if they've like, yeah, I don't think, I think it's just, you know what it reminds me of is old Always Sunny, like season three Always Sunny where it would start and they're having some oh, lame. like a rat versus a mouse. Yeah, exactly. Like the game gets <laughs> invisible. Exactly. Yeah, who would win? Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. And this is what it reminds me of. Oh, a rat versus scorpion. Rat versus scorpion. <laughs> Someone's yeah. gonna break me over the coals over that. <laughs> uh, and then this is where Frank bursts into the bar, comes running in, and he trips and falls, and he trips and falls and busts his nose in what could be one of the greatest writing, <laughs> like, uh, decisions that could ever be. In uh, yeah, just the fact that he's like. Busted up adds just like a weird new level of to his character the whole episode. Like I could see this episode being written and made without Frank breaking his nose. It could happen. Exactly. It just takes like his character to a, like a weird level for no reason. Yeah, for truly than, no reason. Let's just make him worse than he has to be. <laughs> It's brilliant. It's one of those brilliant decisions, and it's like when I look at this, it's something like you know when I did comedy, I would like this is what I would strive for, like this one extra thing. You know what I mean? This like one that extra nobody thing. thought could happen right. or would happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 incredible. So he comes in, he he trips, he trips over like a bar stool or something. He goes down. They laugh. They don't. They like. <laughs> they, they don't care. They like this. De- Dennis gets a real kick out of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. He like pops up with the nose. <laughs> Great makeup, and yeah, he comes up with a broken nose, and he's he's all exasperated. He he's upset. He's bleeding. He's hurt. So all he can really get out is strange man, titty bar, <laughs> great investment opportunity, beauty pageant. Are you getting it? Dennis, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dennis is getting it. I think I get this. <laughs> he puts it together. <laughs> yeah, he gets it. And he does. He figures it out. He met a guy in a titty bar who had an investment opportunity into, you know, getting into a beauty pageant sort of thing. Yeah, I don't know uh, those to be, like, lucrative, like, things to to get into. Well, who knows? I mean, who knows? I mean, <laughs> I mean, but Frank's, it's not about lucrative. Like, if you see, like, Frank's angle is, as he puts it, to ogle some broads. And make some cash. Does he say that? So to make some cash? Yeah. Oh, I guess I guess so, yeah. Make some cash. I don't know how yeah, I don't know how much cash making these things are. Who knows? It's probably all a big scam. <laughs> right? Like everything is. Make a lot of cash, you all have some broads. Uh he uses the term broads quite a bit here. <laughs> yeah. Kate, it's fair Kate hates that word. It's good. It's not a word to be thrown around. You shouldn't be calling women that at all, really. Of course, no. But you know, Charlie doesn't question that aspect of it. No, right but that's Frank. Yeah, that's, that seems <laughs> right no, Frank's alley. All this seems completely normal so far, and it does. Uh, it seemed it legit. Yeah, he says it seemed legit. Um, uh, I love this how like when 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 he's talking like Frank's sort of getting his like his speech back. He's talking about how this mm-hmm. he as he puts it, this jerk got pinched. 
this other guy he was working with, this jerk got pinched. And he says, for, like, it's funny how... We're hiding the fact that it's children it's the whole children, time. It's children, or that he's like a... He, yeah, that he's a diddler, as they say, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he it's, it's yeah, it's sort of like it's sort of like what you would we would do like in an improv scene or something where like he's dancing around what actually is going on. Like he could outright just say it, but he like the language he's using, he came on to one of the contestants. Is how, is his how he phrases what this guy did, which is not which how makes you, it sound not as bad as it is. You know, bad like a person in power it's still bad. Out, but <laughs> yeah. you, but it seems like it's between adults. Exactly. They say, well, why don't we just, like, well, first Frank mentions that he wants to legitimize this. He wants to come <laughs> up with some way to legitimize this. But, but why, Charlie's why, like, why don't you just drop the whole thing? Things are in motion. They can't, can't do it. Things are already <laughs> happening. It's a mess. That's a, great, that's a great excuse to get this going. You know what I mean? It's, I know. That's all you're going to say. Yeah, it's the, in motion. You can't. It's such a lazy, easy, nice like, right. shutdown. Right. Like, like when, when these, like... Women show up here at the bar. He could just say, "Oh, it's canceled." <laughs> no, I thought about that every time. I'm like, why does it? Did you say like, "Sorry, you're confused. This is like closed." Yeah, it's not gonna happen. Like, yeah, it was going to, and now it's not. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So yeah, but no, things are already happening in motion. In any second now, this is so weird. He says, he says, there's gonna be a couple broads. This is his words. Broads coming through. The door in swimsuits to call little. He knows they're little girls. <laughs> exactly. Still hiding it. Yeah, like to call this, like nice reveal at the end. To call little girls broads is psychotic. <laughs> <laughs> well, Charlie. Oh no, sorry, Frank. Even at the end of the scene, just points her. That's the problem. <laughs> just like to point at a child and say that's the problem. <laughs> right. Yeah. Is funny in itself. So any minute now, there's going to be some people coming in here with, in swimsuits, and the door opens up and two women enter. Do you have anything on these two women? Um, I have one of them credited as Ashley's mom. She's played by uh, Jennifer Ann Macy. She was born 1976 from Houston, Texas. She was in West Wing, that 70s show, CSI, Miami, Two and a Half Men, The Monk, and The Mentalist. And Justine and Samantha's mom is played by Vanessa Kelso. She was she's from New York City, New York. She was in 90210, the new uh, reboot, uh, Star Trek Odyssey, the ballad Ooh. and the ballad of Mary and Ernie. Now I, I gotta say I I, I don't want to be uh, I gotta get this out of the way right here. I don't want to be crass or anything, but I find this woman distractingly attractive, and I think the <laughs> cameraman or the editor does too, because at the end of this episode, like the way the shots are, she's in a lot of shots for seemingly no reason. Well, I mean. And she's one of the parents we know from this scene, so it makes sense that she's in multiple shots. It, it, it's true to me. It's it's hard to explain without showing you, but the shots are of Walter, but they're off center to allow her to also be in the frame. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like she's See, like I, I, always in the frame, but she's never centered. But she's always kind of there. You know what I mean? Even when it, the shot is not <laughs> centered and looks bad. I, I think your eyes are telling you <laughs> something else. I think you're making this up. We'll talk about it at the end. It's 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 more tw- towards the end, but I, maybe yeah, maybe it's just me. I, I yeah, maybe it's just me. Hold on, I, and uh, we got Samantha, by the way. Uh, oh yeah, that's have, right. Samantha's here. She's yes. played by Caitlin Carmichael. She's born in two thousand four from Tipton, Georgia. She's an iCarly, Dexter, Chosen, Doc McStuffins, <laughs> Chicken Girls, and uh, Dwight in Shining Armor. Oh nice. And the other 
the other little girl here is Ashley. Do you have something on Ashley here? I don't. She. I don't think she ever says. I don't think I'm not sure if she talks. She might okay. be the one that's yelling at Charlie, but I'm not sure. Yeah, it's so hard to place them. But I do have Ashley. Uh, she's played by Bobby Pruitt. She was in Days of Our Lives, CSI in New York, Animal Practice, and We Go On. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, so they come in and they're in like they little girls coming in bikinis. That seems kind of unnecessary. I think you could have wrote something <laughs> where they didn't have to do that. But I, I think it was for effect. It's for effect. It's the shock, yeah. That's what the show does, you know? Yeah. Um and yeah, that's the problem. And then we get the <laughs> title card, Frank Reynolds, Little Beauties. I think it could have been shortened to Frank's Little Beauties. I think it rolls off easier. Yeah, you know, and I could have sworn up and down that this episode was Frank's Little Beauties. You know what I mean? I've always referred to it as that. I just I would have bet money. Yeah, but it's the, it's what they called the the thing at the end. I mean, they don't say Frank Reynolds. They say Frank's Little mm-hmm. Beauties. Frank's at the Little end. Beauties. Yeah, Frank even says "Welcome <laughs> to Frank's Little Beauties" at one point. So yeah, it's it's interesting that the title is Frank Reynolds Little Beauties. Little Beauties is such a funny t- like the whole every, it's, I, like <laughs> there's, there's not a thing there's not a thing about this that isn't funny. It's crazy. Every touch was with care. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, so in the after the open credits in the back room of the bar, Charlie does an inspiring speech and rallies the gang around the idea of a child pageant. <laughs> so we, we Frank fills in okay. a little Frank fills in a little more information about he didn't know it was a child's pageant and now he's worried about getting lumped in with a diddler. This is what he probably should have said at the beginning. This is the first thing he should have said. Of course, we're getting like what he should have said in the beginning. I think he was too exasperated, right? Breaking your nose will probably do that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so but these these kind of like what's the big deal here? Like pageants are okay. I was in pageants. She says we find out some deep backstory here. The big deal, <laughs> the big deal is these mothers force their kids into this so they can dress them up like dolls and pray them around like sex objects. It's creepy. Yeah, Max got a point there, and I think that's the point of view of the episode. Yeah, uh, and I think I think this is. You know, this is probably... Ba- you ever watch that old MTV show? I think it was on MTV or TLC or something, Toddlers and Tierras. <laughs> that was on you ever MTV. That? <laughs> no, I, d- I have never watched that. It was about child pageants. Did you watch it at all? No, no, of course not. <laughs> oh, well, I, you seem to know about it. <laughs> yeah, I remember, I remember when it was on in the time and people would say, like, this is nuts that this is, like, a thing at all. And I think this episode is sort of like a response to that show, specifically. Oh, interesting. What time? Uh, when was that around? I would say around the same time, or a little earlier, but around okay. the same time. I would say maybe like right when, like a little after we got out of high school, two thousand five, six, maybe. Okay. Toddlers and Tierras. Um. <laughs> so yeah, that Max point of view there about the about the about the you know these the parents, and uh, <laughs> but Dee's mom never forced her. In fact, Dee's mom said she wasn't pretty enough. When Dee used to enter pageants when we were kids, mom used to tell her not to waste of time because she's not pretty enough. Dennis says, yeah, Dennis fills in that little bit of information. But that was where she did say that, but Dee would win these contests. Uh, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, I th- and she says it's a jam because she would jam it right in her face when she'd win them. Yeah. So, like, it was in out of spite right. of some sort, right? Yeah, I mean, everything it, they do is, is out of spite. Is that her motivation for this episode? Like, because the guys kind of dog her a little bit? She's having, like, flashbacks or PTSD or something. Yeah, it's sort of like, yeah, <laughs> this is like, it's definitely. It's interesting that she used to win them. Like, like it's, win- it's weird to hear the gang ever win anything. How did you win? Did you have a different face? And, <laughs> great face, line. and then and then and now another great line. Like 
one of the, like like I mean, this is so horrible to say. Oh, she was a dog back then too. Like to call a woman a dog <laughs> like that, like that's just so like... crazy. <laughs> You're a dog back then, too. Uh, but she would tan and practice with the makeup. I'll give you that, honey. Practice with the makeup. <laughs> and she's just like, <laughs> she goes like, she, I love these like. Thanks, Frank. Yeah, you know, it's a compliment. Like he t- She takes it as a compliment. But he, what he's saying is horrible, you know? Oh, it's so backhanded. Oh, my goodness. And this is where, this is where Charlie kind of interjects. And Charlie, you know, comes up with his, this is like he. An American tradition angle on child pageantry. Yeah, I mean, child pageants, that's an American tradition there. Child pageantry? Think about that. In other countries, other women can't show their ankles, right? And then he mentions the hijab reference of the black tarps, which is not great. Yeah, some casual racism from Charlie, some casual ignorance and racism from Charlie, no problem. One of the many, many, many offensive things we're going to hear this season. Oh, yeah. It's gonna get way worse. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, and and when he goes, come on, child pageantry, like the term child pageantry, <laughs> yeah. is that an incredible phrase? Come on, child pageantry, pageantry. <laughs> Yeah, and like, uh, you know, in America, that you could put toddlers in bikinis, you can make them tan. Because <laughs> that's all right. It's all right. <laughs> As Americans, okay? <laughs> like, he t- reiterate the American part of it. Jolly goes America all over their ass right here. <laughs> and, and, and I love this Mac going, so this is about freedom. <laughs> 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 is that so funny? Like, just the, like... <laughs> even, even coming off last episode where Mac was like, oh, that liberal bullshit. Right, yeah. To the toxic signs, like... <laughs> We're really hitting his, like, Republican angle this season, which I kind of like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. It's about freedom, isn't it? It's about freedom. And even, they don't they do it later, but it's so funny when they're like, just, Dennis says, stop relating everything to America. When he's like, <laughs> later when he's talking about eating. What's he <laughs> yeah. <doing? laughs> you know, fat. You're fat. Not because about America. <laughs> Not because of America. Uh, so, yeah, it's about freedom. And this is this is like man, Glenn Houghton's acting. Oh my god, this is this might be the light of the episode. I can't even deliver it. It's too good. Yeah, just like the way he talks, like you, th- that was inspiring as hell. Like you, that, you got me all fired up. Like, like I don't know. It's yeah, just... you just loaded up that train with coal, and now it's ready to tear down the tracks. That was inspiring <laughs> as hell. Yeah, <laughs> I love when like they give. Each other compliments. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when they're on the same team, kind of. Like usually to be they tell so to be so fired up after what like Charlie and Mac just said. Yeah, like Dennis <laughs> like, fell for Dennis it. Dennis is like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dennis fell for it. Usually Dennis is the one saying you're an idiot, and they'll be like, you're inspired. That's inspiring as hell. It's moments like this that like it shows like none of them is smarter than each other. No, <laughs> like, and, and like the, they're all kind of stupid. Well, we used to talk about this, you know, much earlier. More when we were both did improv and we were studying Had a this perspective. Yeah, our perspective. You know, we were studying this and to get better at comedy. But any at any given point, any one of them could be the like voice of reason or the dumb one. At any given point, mm. they can swap off. Even Charlie can be the voice of reason. Like, Sure. We're, we just saw it. Or they can do this where they're peas in a pod, and they're all stupid. It, it just always yeah. works. Peas in a pod, we're going to see that later with uh, Mac, Charlie, and Dennis. Yeah, peas in a pod also is an improv term for anyone that doesn't know. Peas in a pod, improv term of when you see a couple improvisers 
all acting the exact like same page. Around they they're like more or less one person all, split into yeah, multiple like people. Perfect agreement. Too. Yeah, the perfect agreement. They are all they want to all do the same thing. They there's no they're peas in a pod. Uh, they get all excited. They start chanting USA. I mean, there's nothing. There's you know you you, you can always guarantee a laugh when you start <laughs> chanting USA. USA, USA. That's just like an '80s America thing. <laughs> So the bar has now been set up with chairs, and Frank addresses the parents. Frank comes up. Don't you love Frank's little hand motions? Okay, calm down. Calm down. He's telling everyone to calm down. down. <laughs> <laughs> he looks all fucked up. And, and he, <laughs> yeah, we should mention he's like b- gushing blood out of the face. The, he's got like a tissue in his hand. Rag. The, the makeup effects are so good. And uh, he's where he says, welcome to Frank's Little Beauties. So this is where we get the first name, Frank's Little Beauties. Mm-hmm. And... He showed the. This is like, Frank, what is going on with Frank here? Every his game is he's going to make himself look more guilty every second, even though right. he's never actually done anything. Right. His, his yeah his his game is to, to say the most like to to deny so hard that it looks like you did do it, but also like draw so much attention to himself. He's done that with breaking his nose and being right. bloody. And then later we're going to see that with his makeup. <laughs> like, he couldn't be drawing more attention. Right. He could just have someone else host this. <laughs> right, exactly. And yeah, so he says that's talking about the other guy. I'm sure you heard about the other guy. But don't worry, he's not going to deal with your kids. Like, it's such a crazy I'm not thing. like that. That's not my thing. I met that guy at a titty bar. <laughs> titty bar. <laughs> <laughs> I've only heard one other person refer to a strip club. As a titty bar, Are you say uh, Brendan Kelly from the Lawrence Arms. You just say titty bar, one of his songs. Oh, then I guess it's two people okay. because our friends, our mutual friend Spencer, Spencer? <laughs> you yeah. call it a titty bar. Yes, he said that to my father once. <laughs> that, is so, <laughs> that is crazy. We, we both had come back from a trip to Canada for New Year's. Yeah. And he was, my dad was like, oh, what'd you guys do? Because he picked us up from like um, the airport or whatever. And um, that's what the, f- the first thing he said. He was like, oh, we went to a bunch of titty bars. You cannot. We got you drunk can, and went to a bunch of titty bars. You cannot like, trust him around your parents. Like, you cannot trust, like, <laughs> we might have to cut this out. <laughs> That's so funny to be like to use the word diddle too, like in this situation. Like you, like he, the, like he uses the word diddle. Like it's too like cr- casual, like, casual and crass, or crass, like, yeah, or just like not. I don't know. It's weird to like say I'm not gonna diddle you, <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, he starts talking about the titty bar. <laughs> <laughs> like he can't even like he can't even pull it together like in a front of like children and people like he can't just say strip club at least <laughs> I, I, or don't even say that he doesn't have to say this he's just incriminating himself these are like, d steps in d steps in and 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 pulls him aside uh well, sure she addresses, addresses the audience d former pageant winner kids are good she she pulls frank aside and this is this could this, uh, and this is another one of those <laughs> Is this the line of the episode? You know what I mean? Like when he goes, Frank, your nose is bleeding all over the place. Do I look suspicious? <laughs> you look grotesque. Do I look <laughs> suspicious? <laughs> I would love to get that shot. You know, like Das Boot Das Bootleg is a T-shirt company. They do like still frames of like movies and stuff. They have some always sunny stuff too. Mm-hmm. Um, this would be a great Das Bootleg shirt. His him like looking blood. Do I look suspicious? Bloody, <laughs> like that face right there. Like just that shot is so good. 
<laughs> you look grotesque. <laughs> <laughs> so then, in the back room, as Mac, Dennis, and Chariot discuss how involved they will be in the show, Frank rushes in to ask them to write a song. Magic night for us. We get a little bit of the process, the, <laughs> and then Mac is the one that suggests "Magic's in the air," which is will be the lyric when we see later on. Yeah, Dennis, Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> shoots a look. Give it a bow. Charlie already doing some scatting. He knew he wanted to put that in there. <laughs> see, this is fun. This is fun. See, it Mac probably, is amped up about this. It probably would be fun. Yeah, to create some like nonsense songs. And this is a great outlook. For Mac has here an outlook that I wish I could apply in my own life. You know, this isn't. <laughs> let's not think of this as a problem. This is an opportunity to do something they've never done before. It's a great like way to look at things. You know, and D- Dennis says this is right in our wheelhouse. I'm having a blast. <laughs> yeah, Dennis, I love Dennis being real on board with this too. You know, what I mean, it's always fun <laughs> when they get Dennis involved. <laughs> yeah, but Dennis starts thinking like you know. I just want to say, like, maybe we could be in this. You know, he's thinking, like, why don't maybe we could be in this thing. I'm glad you said it because I'm desperate to be in this thing. And again, (laughs) why is Charlie so (laughs) desperate? Why are they all desperate to be in this? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Charlie's desperate to be in. I love how he says desperately. (laughs) And then again, again, this could be another line of the episode when Max says, "Oh, I didn't even know it was. I didn't even know it was a question. I was assuming we'd be." Heavily involved. Heavily involved. Heavily involved. Like that ter- I love that, that phrase. Yeah. Heavily involved. I use it all the time. Yes. Use me it too. all the time. Me too. Oh, I just assumed we'd be heavily involved. <laughs> uh, this is where Frank comes in. Frank comes rushing in. And he's like, okay, guys, you, we got to write a song. Here's a song request. We're going to write a song about how we do not diddle kids. There is no quicker way for people to think you were diddling kids than writing a song about it. And he's not wrong. I can't believe I mean, he's not wrong. I mean, it's, no. it's more incriminating like stuff that he's doing. <laughs> yeah, more unnecessary things. He sample. He like tries to give some suggestions of how the song should go. Yeah, like uh, I wouldn't do it any. I wouldn't do it with anybody younger than my daughter. <laughs> and no little kids yeah. gotta be big. <laughs> older than my wife. Yeah, older, older than, than my, my daughter. daughter. <laughs> Something Pretty like crazy. That. <laughs> and they pause. I love this. Do not write that. And he's like, no. And they're like, no. no. <laughs> Cloudy, I got a headache. Oh man, like we're only a couple scenes in, and Frank is in, is so far like just killing this episode. Like Frank is so incredible in this episode. Oh, he's he's like an absolute force. Like him, just like he's showing how like his injury is affecting him so right. well in his acting. Like yeah. it's so cool to watch. Like him like just deteriorate that way, and it's like oh, now he's got a headache. You can see it affecting him. He's He's cloudy. Yeah, and just like his, just like Frank being frantic is like so funny. Like you don't see it all. Like him that's panicked. Like he doesn't panic like this usually. You know. Uh, so then, after yeah, he's usually cool. He yeah, usually has a way out of things. Right. He's the he's usually the chillest one in some ways. Yeah. So then, at the bar, a man from Child Protection Services introduces himself to D. You have anything on this guy before we start? Uh, yes, Walter is played by Eric Jensen. He was born 1970 from Becker County, Minnesota. He was in Law and Order, Deadline, Gravity, Drop Dead Diva, 30 Rock, The Walking Dead, Mr. Robot, and Mindhunter. Quite a resume. Yeah. Yeah, so he comes in here. He wants to know who's in charge. Is anyone in charge around here? Well, that would be uh, 
usually who yells the loudest, but I'm the only one here right now, so uh, I'm in charge. Decent joke. <laughs> it's not far from the truth, too. Well, this is Walter. He's from the Family Association on the Protection of Children. Dia all of a sudden is not in charge anymore. No. <laughs> oh, I love this out of yeah, her. Yeah, <laughs> Just squirming her way out of it. Like, Complete off, yeah. <laughs> And her bad excuse of, I'm just in charge of the chairs and setting up the chairs. Uh, and then she starts, like, really disparaging Frank here, like, for no reason. Like, <laughs> there's a guy, a fat guy. I, now, I, I don't know if I would... Do- I don't know if I'll describe Frank as fat. He's stocky. Stocky, but he's not like a fat guy. Like he doesn't come across right. as like a fat guy. Like I don't know. Like the way she's saying it, you know what I mean? <laughs> Real big and fat, jacked up face. Yeah, his, his face is busted fat. the bits. Busted the bits is the first. But she's I like, love that. Busted the bits, and then she says jacked up all the time. <laughs> he says jacked up face. Uh, so yeah, she goes into the back room and also like what Dee's doing is like, if I was that guy, I'd be like, what's wrong? Like, are you okay? Like <laughs> in the back room, D feels the gang in on Walter. Uh, Frank's thinks they're after him. You know, they break, they're, they're, they're sending the dog, sticking the dogs on him. So he's still nervous, but Dennis has a point. They get nothing to hide. Right? Yeah. I mean, you know what? To be honest with you, I'm glad he's here to observe us. I mean, somebody should be looking out for these kids. Yeah. Mac has a good point there. Like, they just left their children. I mean, uh, Dennis eventually goes on to say, like, oh, these parents left their kids, like, at a bar with pageants as under investigation. Right. Yeah. Somebody should be here looking at the kids. When they do qualified. When they say that, they go, oh, yeah, they're terrible parents. They all start laughing. (laughs) They're laughing. They're laughing that their parents left them with them, who was the bar under investigation. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Like, they're the ones under investigation or whatever, and they're the ones laughing. (laughs) This is something about that I I find funny. Uh, Frank is still upset, though. You know, this is a mess. This is going to be really bad. And then they shoo him out of the room. Go lay down. You know, put some ice in your face. You look terrible. And it's they kind of. Did you see how they kind of like watch him as he leaves? And they're kind of like, uh. oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're waiting for that door to close so they can finally seal the deal on whether or not they pinned everything on Frank, right? right yeah, they pinned everything on him. And she's like, oh yeah. And they're like, oh yeah, good, 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 good thinking. It's great that she was already on board to do that in the first place. Oh right? yeah, I think that's their it's great like mind meld, you know. Yeah, I like think everybody just working the same. I think on the hierarchy of things, Frank's the first one to get something pinned on. Like they'd all <laughs> pinned it on Frank before anyone else. I think. <laughs> so then in the bar, Charlie is running the contestants through some dance choreography. Uh, when, we, when have we seen Charlie like this before? Uh, when he was putting on his own show. Right, For the waitress. He has a very similar the, demeanor. The nightman cometh, like yeah, when he's directing di- people around, trying to but being harsh, being being like the mean director, like that's kind of what he falls into, <laughs> you know. That is true. Yeah, he was being quite mean to these children. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the kids are the kids are distracted. They're not really into this, and even the boy who we find out loves pageantry. We we see that genuinely. there's a little boy. Yeah, he genuinely loves pageantry. He's not even into this. So Charlie gets upset, and he's looking for professionals. What he sees is amateurs. <laughs> what he sees is trash. Trash. Little pieces little of pieces trash. trash. <laughs> Maybe love it every yeah. time. Yeah. He doubles down. Trash. Little yeah. pieces of trash from my stage. And then Samantha chimes yeah, in. Yeah, Samantha chimes in here that, you know, they're dummies. It's not hard. You are dumb. <laughs> 
It's not hard. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. You know what? And then this this girl, this is this is Ashley, right? Is this Ashley that says it could be? What 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 you know what? Let's run down our kids. Who we got here? Who we got in the line? Oh shit. I have to <gasps> skip pages. All right. I'll be oh, no, right no, no, no. We we can do it when you get to them if, when if you want to do it that way. I figured you all had you had them all together. No. I got them right here. Um I have some girl named Kristen. She's played by Caitlin Rose. She was in Haunted Hathaways and nothing quite much else to report there. But we have Lauren, who's played by Madison Rothschild. She was born 2003 from Estes Park, Colorado. She was in The Mindy Project, Mistresses, Shameless, Rules of Engagement, and The Mentalist. Well, a a child named Rothschild? Weird, dude. Whoa. <laughs> Weird. Uh, and Amy is played by Zari Ari. She was in Krog, iCarly, Olivia, and St. Bastion. Okay. Olivia and St. Bastion might be one <laughs> title or two titles. I don't know. Uh, did you give us the guy, the boy here, too? Benjamin's played by Maxim Knight. He was born 1999 from Honolulu, Hawaii. He was in Loves Me, Loves Me Not, Falling Skies, Chasing Life, Sophia the First, Wilfred, Parenthood, Special Agent Oso. Maximum Knight, K-N-I-G-H-T? Yeah, Holy shit, what a name. (laughs) Maximum Knight? Damn. Uh, It fucking sounds like he drives a race car. (laughs) No, it's Maxim Knight. Oh, Maxim Knight. It's still good. It's still good. (laughs) I don't know, maybe. It sounds like a porn star. (laughs) Damn, what a name. It's... These, I mean, that has to be a stage name. There's just no way. Knight with a K, by the way. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> if I was in no, clear. <laughs> there's no way that that's not a stage name. That's awesome, though. Well, yeah, this this little girl here, she yells out that Samantha's mean. Samantha gets to be mean. <laughs> because because Samantha's a star, okay? Maybe you'll, maybe one day you'll be a star, but you're not right now. You're junk. You're junk. <laughs> the, the calls a little girl junk. You're junk. <laughs> <laughs> She needs to go to the bathroom. You belong, you belong in, in the, the bathroom. <laughs> you belong in the bathroom. Uh, that that was one of my favorite lines too. Then they take a you five. Belong in the bathroom. I love this Charlie. I love Charlie like taking on roles like like the mean director. So you know he goes all in. You know what I mean. And what would you call this scene? Like, is there any purpose to this scene? Like, other than like it's a palate cleanser, like a group game. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe to just uh, to to get some. Like Samantha out there, so we find Samantha's like mean. So like it's a setup with her and D kind developing of thing. That, like some of the children's characters a little bit. Yeah, developing the children's characters a little bit. Yeah, something like that. It's just fun and also funny to see Charlie get yeah. involved. <laughs> Plus, when they do the opening number, we'd be like, "How do these kids know what to do?" We'd be all confused. Yeah, I was thinking a little bit of that, like how they walk up with the hands to the side. They yeah. eventually do that when they're at the end of their intro song. So. During lunch at the bar, Mac, Charlie, and Dennis talk with Walter. Uh, they they have pizza here from Hot Box Pizza. Do you remember Hot Box Pizza in in um, where we used to do uh, uh, Hot Box Pizza? Yeah, I believe that's what it was called. Uh, where is it? Where it was? It was remember we used to do improv at Remnant Brewery, that like little plaza that was where it was. Oh, is that a Hot Box Pizza? It it was that that pizza place that was next to that brewery is called Hot Box Pizza, and I believe that's what it was called. And it was like weed themed, like oregano would come in like little baggies, and it was like weed. It was like a <laughs> weed. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it was. Uh, a, so it's a chain, is what you're saying? No, is, no, I think this this box just happens to say Hot Box, and it's just sort of whatever. 
I don't think it's actually oh, okay. that one. I think that was just a. I don't even know if it's still there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just a little hole. It was like a window in the wall, basically. The pizza was really good, though. Well, if you're ever in uh, Cambridge, anybody? I believe that was that some of. I believe that was Somerville. Oh, uh, if you. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that if was Somerville. In Camberville. <laughs> Uh yeah, so they're getting some pizza here, and they they're talking to, to Walter, and they're talking about how this is gonna be very classy. Everything's classy with these guys. Very classy. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Very very stylish. <laughs> very classy. I never have you ever like. I don't think I've ever described anything I've ever done as classy. Like I would never say, like, "Oh yeah, it's classy." I don't. Know, you know what I mean? Classy. I feel like <laughs> if you have to tell me it's classy, it's not classy. Probably not. Yeah. Uh, but children, but Walter's saying he wants the children to be featured. You gotta remember the children have to be featured. Of course, that's sort of a hint at Walter, I guess, that he wants the children yeah. to be the stars. <laughs> I guess you're right. I mean, but I think it also is meant to be like Walter being on them. Or right. Like, on their case a little bit. Right. It, like, it just like pokes them in a weird way. Like, yeah, because they almost think like, they almost like were trying to cut the children out. You know what I mean? They're always like, oh, yeah, yeah we got to let the children do stuff. Walter, you want to sit with us? Uh, why don't you come sit with us? He walks over to the kids. All business, that guy. Yeah, they got to put on a good show, Dennis. <laughs> I like how that motivates them. <laughs> <laughs> they want this guy's approval so bad. They're even later on, we'll talk about it later when, when he at the at the pageant oh, with Mac. Yeah, like Mac Walter's like, oh, here. Walter's here. <laughs> <laughs> he is looking, he is excited. Looks very He's very pleased. pleased. That's what he's very pleased. <laughs> he's very pleased. Um, we then cut to D trying to talk to Samantha. Excuse me, I'm eating my lunch. Well, don't get sassy with me. I'm just trying to pay you a compliment. Samantha sucks. Can we say that? Yeah, Samantha, she's kind of a, she's a shit mouth bitch. <laughs> That's a lot of bad words you said. Uh, yeah, th- th- yeah, Samantha's uh, sassing D here. What is D? Oh, yeah. do- what is D doing here? She's trying to buddy up with her so she can get into her performance, I think. You think so? She's trying to get in her performance. Well, he, she does that with Justine when she fails with Samantha. She does, but I don't know. Because she says to her, like, you're lucky I'm not in this. I think she decides to get into it after this. You know what I mean? But I don't know. So you think maybe she was trying to, like, mentor her and now, like, Samantha, like, like clap back a little bit. And now she's like, I'm going to take you down. Like I'm your direct competition. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> I'm going from like being your yeah, teaching you to being your competition. But uh, uh, D D talks about how she sees a lot of herself in Samantha. You're not like me. You're <laughs> ugly. You're mean. You're mean. You're the meanest girl <laughs> in the world. <laughs> the meanest girl in the world. <laughs> D's acting in the scene is good. She's like very intense. Oh yeah, and then because when she goes. You're driving me nuts. This is what Samantha says to her. Do you like slaps her hand on the table? You know what I mean? She's like, slaps <laughs> yeah, she's, her hand. like she's getting fed up. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I don't like your hair. It's dumb. Now, D, you know, did you notice this? This little game of D reverting to being like a little kid. Mm-hmm. You stupid, stupid, stupid. How she says like that. Like, yeah, this yeah, is where it yeah. starts. What you hear is dumb. Like, what kind of insult is that? <laughs> You know, it's so dumb. childish. It's, your hair is dumb. Oh, okay. Uh, well, her hair looks dead. All right, that's <laughs> it. You listen to me. <laughs> All hair is technically dead, you stupid, stupid, smarty this pants, stupid, she's like a stupid kid. idiot. Yeah. Knock, knock. Who's there? Terrible breath. Dee just does like a gasp. <gasps> yeah, just a gasp and leaves. It's good acting. Yeah. She doesn't say like, anything. Ho- <laughs> like, it's just Jeez. like not saying anything is perfect. 
She's coming for her. So then back over to Mac, Dennis, and Charlie, we see one of the contestants show his love for pageantry. This is Benjamin, you say? Yeah, yeah, Mac, is, Mac is wheezing. <laughs> Dude, slow down. Well, you know, America, that's talking about like freedom in America. Not everything is about America. Be about being able to eat at any rate you want. <laughs> Stop making all these things about America. It's very funny. You're fat. Not because of America. <laughs> yeah, throwing some more body shaming at him. Mm. And then Charlie interrupts like, no, come on, let's talk about something else. Let's change focus. Uh, not on the best topic, though, I would say. No, they, they focus over here on this little boy that's... Benjamin. The, Benjamin that's in, the cont- that's in the contest. And very much like the Jersey Shore, Dennis oh, just Dennis. invents a story for him. <laughs> yeah. I imagine Dad probably skipped town... Mom always wanted a daughter, so she th- she sticks her b- little boy in a pageant, right? So she can play out her s- little fantasies while having a little girl. Now, this obviously isn't true, as we find out. Yeah, well, and you know, I was going to say, Dennis was right in Jersey. He was right about that the Jersey local. But this mm-hmm. one, he seems to be way off. Yeah, he's just making broad, general leaps and assumptions. Yeah, because, right? well, yes, because we find out that boy genuinely loves pageantry. Mm-hmm. And then we also find out the dad is who is at the thing for him. Yeah, that's true. Like, so his dad brought him there. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Dennis is, this is just total fiction. While they're inventing this scenario, uh, they, they're thinking about, they're, they're, they're talking about how this kid needs guidance and, and uh, a man in his life kind of thing. And yeah. he comes up and asks if they want to see his dance. They say sure, and we got a rendition of Yankee Doodle Dandy. Who wrote that song? <laughs> <laughs> did you look it up? I'll look it up right now. No, I did, I did, I did. I was just wondering oh, if you did. Go for it. Well, you know, it's like an old like. It's not really like who wrote this. It's like a traditional nursery rhyme. It dates back to absurdly long time. Nineteen forty-two. <laughs> yeah, I mean, way. Oh, long. it's like an eighteenth-century song. Oh my goodness, it's it's crazy old. And the the melody is supposed to be like even older than the words. But I, I found this interesting in, in it's really nothing much in the in, like that interesting really about it. But if someone was like a Yankee Doodle Dandy, that kind of means they were like pretending to be noble when they're not. You know what I mean? They're kind of like oh. a poser. Song okay. kind of being a poser. Poser tough guy. Not even a tough guy cuz like a dandy was like someone who uh cared about their parents. We've seen the gang as dandies. Oh, that's true. Okay. So um, a Yankee doodle dandy would be a fake uh fancy dressed man? Yeah, it'd be like a guy pretending to be upper class when he's not. Basic kind of thing. And something the gang would do, quite frankly. <laughs> uh and it's it's funny too because they say like a mat uh, like a what they would do is they would wear feathers in their hats, mm-hmm. and they they the, the term macaroni is referring to a wig, a type of oh, wig, that's right. a fashion style of a wig. Um, yeah, so it's sort of just like I don't know, it's kind of strange. Like it's like what a weird like how do we still know that all that? Well, that song is still around. What the hell? <laughs> it applies to nothing. Yeah, exactly. Like with people like Just oh, throw well, it like, out. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's sort of it's sort of like you don't want to be a Yankee. Yankee. That song is saying I'm a Yankee. You don't want to be a Yankee Doodle Dandy. 
Right. I think the lyrics got messed up there. Yeah, it's sort probably of. Yeah, it's kind of like interpreted it wrong. Yeah, it's sort of like yeah, it's bad to be a Yankee Doodle Dandy. Um. So yeah, that's I mean, and he's singing this song. Is like he's got like American flags and stuff. Uh, and they realize that no, this kid is not pushed into this at all. No. This is a boy who genuinely loves pageantry. That a term we have been using since we started this <laughs> show from this episode. <laughs> genuinely loves fill in the blank. The term pageantry too, like <laughs> it's just a great term. I don't know. Pageantry. Yeah, well, it's a great term for everything they like all their like performances and their costumes. They do yeah, is with pageantry. Yeah, exactly. The the birds of war. Yeah, exactly. Pageantry. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> Um, they start saying, you know, this kid probably never won. He's never yeah. probably, yeah. They should help him out. And I like how they, uh, you know, take this kid under his wing. Yeah, let's let the boys in America win for a change. <laughs> so Charlie says. <laughs> so the uh, birds of war take him under his wing. <laughs> Katie, fiance Katie brought this up when we were watching this, and I don't know why I didn't think of this. Who is judging? If they're going to be in this, who is judging? Oh, I judging? thought about that a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they're like, let's help him win. Then who's judging? <laughs> you would think they would be, right? Yeah. I mean, if they're hosting it, they have to be judging. I would, you would think, or... Some, or I have judges. Would it be great it's if, bizarre. like... Would it be great if, like... At the end, uh, we actually saw that there were no judges. Oh, no, no. We got judges. We got, like, Ben the Soldier, um, Max Dad, and let's say... For this episode? Yeah. You know how they, like, they like, like yeah, like, oh. it's callbacks. <laughs> like, we, I thought you said this actually happened. I was like, wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, like, we pan over and we see that the judges were, like, three people we know. You know yeah, three I mean? callbacks. Three callbacks. Three characters we see for, like, two minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end. But yeah, so they they're gonna help this boy and they're gonna update these uh these uh, uh these old patriotic songs, they're like two hundred years old. No one listens to them anymore. Can you imagine like listening to like <laughs> No. Like even in school, like I don't think I heard this much, right? Yeah, I mean like I don't know. It's like listen. I don't. Like, I don't know where you would hear the song. <laughs> exactly. 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 I just figured, like at an institution, you might. But <laughs> uh, so then, in the back room, D forms an alliance with Samantha's sis- sister, Justine. You mean forces Justine into an alliance, right? <laughs> you, got anything, you got anything on Justine? Did we go through Justine already? Uh, no, I got Justine. Uh, Justine's played by Evely, is played by Emily Evan Ray. She was on Jimmy Kimmel Live, The Office, Lost, Private, Private Practice, Parenthood, Timeless. And uh, I, I guess that's a documentary she's making these days, something called Timeless. She was, do you ever watch Lost? Uh, no. There's a main character, Kate, and she played young Kate in a flashback. Very cool. Kate was a very popular character. Oh. just Yeah, so now, I gotta say, I gotta say, Ross, just like uh, Master Yoda, I would say Justine is too old. <laughs> too, too old. Too old. Like For, she, yeah, like how old is this girl? Like 13? Yeah, well, 12? I would say she's probably, f- to me, she seems around 14, and but the other kids and the boy... The girls and the boy seem like they're ten or something. Yeah, I would have said like nine or ten. I have no idea how to. I don't either. Age but, a child, but, but there's just something about she seems just a little too old. 
yeah, to be lumped in with this group. Right. Like, like isn't there like age brackets? I mean, who knows? I mean, the, the gang is running this, so there's probably no <laughs> rules whatsoever. But like, you would think there'd be like age brackets. But you would think, yeah, there'd be established rules that everyone knows going into it. Yeah. Uh, but who knows? Maybe there's not. Maybe there's not. I don't know. But um, so, yeah, so Justine's in the back here. We haven't seen, you can see Justine one time before this. When Frank's oh, addressing really? the crowd, yeah. When Frank's going, everybody, calm down, calm down. Justine oh, is sitting at the, at a bar stool. She's like at the bar. She's not doing the dance or anything like that. And then we find her in the back here doing her homework. So she's basically seems like she's trying to stay out of it. Well, it's it's like her mom dropped both kids off, so she has to stay there. Is and that is that, <laughs> is that what happened? I think that's the situation. Yeah, and um, that makes sense. Okay, I'll oh, go with that's that. That's what I picked up from it because yeah. it seemed like she was involved in the first place, and now right. she's just hanging out. And it's funny she found her way to the back room, which is yeah, weird. yeah. <laughs> she's doing homework back there, the sensible thing. And uh, D comes back, and I hate this thing D's pulling here. It's like a thing. Like I remember when I was a kid, like this thing. Like I'm an adult. You gotta do what I do. Oh, so you gotta do what I say. Do it now. Yeah, I hate that attitude. Oh man. I'm the adult, so what I'm saying is happening. I don't know, I just hate it so much. Oh, such a cop out <laughs> for wanting to have a discussion. Yeah. We find out here that Justine's mom doesn't think she's pretty enough to win this competition. Well, you know what? <laughs> your mom doesn't know dick. She doesn't know dick. She's a dumb fat cow. And your sister? She's a little shitmouth bitch, isn't she? You said a lot of bad words. <laughs> great, great, great line. Yeah, great line. Um so just, wouldn't it be a different way to go here? Not that this isn't funny. It's obviously incredibly funny. But <laughs> another another way to go here is maybe Justine would be another little D. Do you know what I mean? Like, because, like, her mom's saying she's not pretty enough. Like, maybe D finds. Oh, yeah. Like, someone like her. Like her. Yes. To participate with. To participate with. Just because... It does seem she has a similar sort of like, like mother problem. Meant yeah, like similar uh, upbringing. So she's yeah. gonna be up f- for doing this, right? Like, for, but the, for the same reasons too. Yeah, right. Exactly. If like there was just like a little D happening there, it would be kind of interesting. But uh, no, she's kind of the complete opposite of D. No, she doesn't want to be part of this at all. All she's so like lackluster about her answers, and yeah. she's really focused on her homework, like. Well, Dee's going to be the one to push her to win. We're kind of like, what's <laughs> <laughs> psychotic? Push her to win. Are you, you excited? Are you excited about that? Uh, she's like, I don't, I don't care. Uh, I know, but it's not what you care about. It's what it's I what care. I care about. I hate that so it's, much. It's such a revealing line, though. <laughs> oh yeah, screw this homework. Throws her homework down. Oh, slams it. <laughs> that would piss me off so much. That's like another thing. Like when you were a kid, like adults would do, like think you don't want to do something. It's like, I do want to do my homework or something. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you're a kid. Nerd you don't want to do. <laughs> not, not, I mean, not, not me, not that specifically, definitely. Yeah, but like okay. something like that, they'd be like, oh, who? you're a kid. You don't, you don't want to be into that stuff. I'm like, but oh, I am. They think they know better. Yeah. So backstage at a function hall, the gang sees Frank's gruesome repairs and meet his new friend. Uh, we see a little poster for the show. It's in front of a function hall. Yeah, like a professionally done. Like, what's the span time of this? <laughs> Is it like all one day? No, I was going to say <laughs> this has to be a couple days. Right? It has to be. 
Yeah, it's going to be like a couple days. It's just strange to me because it just seems like right away they get the sign. The yeah, I mean, it's daytime. Like this, The, the episode started at 12 p.m., and it's still daytime <laughs> when they're doing this. So, I mean... It, it, yeah, let's say it spans the weekend, but... Yeah. At least. Uh, pretty impressive. Uh, we'll talk about it later, but it's pretty impressive what the game... The game, for all intents and purposes, it, they pulled it off. They did it. They put on a pageant. Like, it worked. I, I mean, I don't know if it's pageant-level professional, but it's, something. it's certainly a show of some kind, It's right? more than we could do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Especially on, like, a weekend notice. Yeah. Like, the performances are, like, tight. Right, totally. Yeah. <laughs> Very tight. Uh, Mac is pe- pe- like peeking out at the audience, and Walter is <laughs> here, and he is uh, very pleased. How does he know he's <laughs> pleased? It, like, uh, actually, like people like shaking Walter's hand, like, "Oh, it's great to meet you." Yeah, like, like thanks for being here, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, like it's so weird. Like, so he is a fixture in this community that they all seem to know. I guess, yeah. Um, and this is where. Frank comes up in a tux in makeup (laughs) (laughs) and um, he looks insane. Like he has this like tuxedo on and and he's like peel. He's like so he looks like powder has been like thrown on his face or something. (laughs) Yeah, he looks uh, as if a mortar. Mortuary. (laughs) Mortician mortician, rather uh, performed his uh, makeup. Uh, yeah, he informs the gang that he got this done at a funeral home, and when D asks why, <laughs> he has one of the greatest lines. Yeah, well, the setup to it is, is even great. Where the hell am I supposed to go? The makeup counter at Macy's? Like, <laughs> 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 the guy was bleeding out of his face. You go to a funeral home to get gruesome repairs. Gruesome repairs. <laughs> Beautiful line. Beautiful line. Uh, yeah, gruesome. How about a doctor? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Could have went to the doctor. Uh, now, then this guy comes on, which would be one of the greatest walk-ons in all the time, all of space and time, if this was an improv <laughs> scene. This is incredible. Like... This guy walks on, the mortician is here. You know what I mean? Like, that revelation that the mortician is here is, like, uh, so this, Ross, you got anything on this Cretan before we talk about him? Uh, Mort is played by John Wiltshire. He was was in Lucky Angel, Port Charles, Walking the Hall, Snowfall, and The Doomsday Clock. All titles I've never heard of. Yeah, no, me either. This guy comes walking up here. He's absurdly tall. <laughs> He's a lurch man. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> what is this? Explain this to me. Explain this water thing to me. <laughs> like, Frank, this is so funny, I but need why? some water. My mouth is dry. <laughs> and then Frank does this thing where he repeats. He goes, your mouth is dry. Uh, like, <laughs> like, he takes him that and he goes, your mouth is dry. Go into the toilet and run your mouth under the sink. Like... Isn't that such a father response? <laughs> but, like, they don't have, like, water here? Like, run your mouth under the sink? Like, what yeah, is... Yeah, there's no options for drinks at this place. Like, 
there isn't a moment of this that isn't funny. Like everything that's happening here is like <laughs> it's all so crazy. Each part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot to take in. Him having his face done like that, and then the guy's here, and the guy's creepy and strange, and. Well, yeah. For, well, then he walks away, and I, this thing, I was telling fiance Katie this. I thing. love this. This reminds me of when we used to do improv. This is one of the things where, like, something would happen, <laughs> and everyone's fighting at the chance to get like, into uh, it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, can yeah. I, can I, can I? Can I, can I? I want to do this, I? yeah. Everyone's <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> so it's the mortician, and, you know, he's a, <laughs> Frank calls him a cretin. You know <laughs> what a cretin is? What's that? I don't think you're going to like the the definition that I found. It's a person who fails to develop mentally and physically due to congenial hydrothyroidism. Really? Yeah, so it's I guess it's like an underdeveloped human being. Crazy. Okay. Now, what makes this guy, like, why does Frank call I him I don't that? know. Uh, Maybe other than... because the guy is thirsty and he can't just go get a drink of water somewhere. Like... Why does he have to go to Frank for a glass of water? <laughs> like, like, just go get a glass of water. <laughs> like, we <laughs> we never see this guy again. <laughs> it was just for effect. Like, the guy's, like, everything's nuts. Like, why would this guy want to be at this? <laughs> well, he has to. He has to keep her applying the makeup. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, and Frank, Frank's logic here, you know, if he had something to hide, why would he have a guy like this around him? That's good. That's good logic, right? <laughs> that That's not working in your favor. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and this is where we, Artemis comes walking up here. You guys are on in five and we see Artemis. Yeah. We get a nice little walk on and like even Frank's surprised to see her. And Frank has like a, like, if you know, do you notice Frank's like Artemis? Like he kind of, like kind of gets like yeah. happy. Yeah, he's definitely happy to see her. They're buds. And she, like, gives him a crazy look, obviously, because he looks nuts. <laughs> but that's all that he's talk about. I wonder if she's mad about Roxy. It'd be kind of cool if she said something about Roxy. Yeah, like there was a triangle of some sort. Yeah, because, I mean, that's her guy. I mean, they they were, they've been together. I mean. I don't know if they were together together, but it seems like they were booty calls for each other. Yeah, but remember that thing at the Halloween party? He did this to make him jealous. Yeah, I did that to make him jealous kind of thing. But I think that was like part of their love game, dude. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Like they were they had a complicated thing Cause going. Because she incorporated like, a bun and that for- <laughs> in a way that would have blown your mind, dude. <laughs> I love seeing Artemis. Great that Artemis shows up. Um, uh, she's running the soundboards. Does she know how to work a soundboard? Do you, do you notice D and Artemis aren't like as close kind of as they used to be? I know. Be you would think like, I don't know. Like, you would almost think Dennis would say that. And who called her in to work the soundboard? The guys? Well, yeah. They don't have a deep bench. Like, because Frank doesn't know she's here. Right. Like, yeah. It was like Matt. D doesn't or, know she's here. Yeah. It was like Does. Does D know she's there or not, or just asking that question now? I guess just asking that now, I mean, at best. Yeah. Right? I mean, Artemis is from show business. Yeah, she has a theater background. She's yeah. definitely seen a soundboard before. That's more than I have. Totally. <laughs> yeah. 
You have a better idea than I would. If someone was like, "Oh, you gotta work the soundboard," I'd be like, "Why doesn't it just? Why doesn't it just work itself? What am I gonna do?" <laughs> <laughs> like that, yeah. Uh, so yeah, Artemis is running the soundboard, and they say this thing here about you know they're like, "Who are we gonna call?" And they say, "Well, we don't have a deep bench, D." And that term, <laughs> deep bench, is something we use constantly, use all the time in real yeah, life. A really deep bench. I don't have a. Gr- I don't have a deep- <laughs> and that's referring to like sports where. You would have a bench of players and extra players on the sure. bench. So that's sort of the analogy he's making, making here. I'm just explaining the joke, like the premises of our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. Great job. <laughs> yeah, they don't have a deep bench. And uh, she's. I love this when Artemis goes, I'm going to go get high. And De- oh, it's going to Den- make us look bad. Dennis goes. The director. Right, director. Right but Dennis just goes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love Dennis is just, okay. He's not even going to try to fight it. He's not going to say anything (laughs) about it. He just goes, okay. (laughs) He's okay with it. Yeah. Um, Frank is sweating. He's going to go get his makeup redone. (laughs) And it's showtime. 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 They uh, do a nice, like, crew huddle. I like this. Yeah. A little psych psych each other up. Oh, 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 oh. Like, jumping up and down together. It's very, like, team-like. They're very, they're so on the same page. I love it. Yeah. So then it's showtime. We see the gang and the contestants perform an opening number. Give me a beat. I made both the songs the clips this episode. That's why they're all so late. Now, there are three songs, so... <laughs> I, okay, I did the two songs. Her, this and D's. All right. I, that's what I, I knew you were going to do. They've, this song has been in my head all week. I mean, this song <laughs> will not leave my head. Magic's in the air. We get the magic's in the air. Now, the curtain opens up here on D, and then it opens up on all of them. They were in, like, jeans and these black turtlenecks right and it seems like they tried to coordinate a little bit but they're just off enough just from each other to bit, make it yeah. look very homemade right because like d is wearing like dark blue jeans and yeah. the guys are dressed all in black and then dennis has a belt and mech isn't wearing a belt and his <laughs> stomach's hanging out just a little bit <laughs> yeah we see we see 
we see D in Max Midrift, but mm-hmm. we don't see Dennis's. Yeah. No, he's got a nice tuck in there. Yeah, nice tuck going. And they put this this is incredible. Like, give me a beat. The because America, <laughs> what a great entrance! America, the beautiful starts playing. Yeah, and then give me the beat. Uh, they 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 remember they were saying these patriotic tunes. They need an update. Yeah, and then they were doing like the two hundred years old. <laughs> uh, and this is just incredible. And then so th- that's what they're wearing. But then when Charlie shows up, Charlie's all in white. <laughs> Everything <laughs> just like it's so nice because he really has the spotlight for this uh, performance, right? I he's mean, singing. He's, he's their he's singer, yeah. Doing their lead dance, like spotlights on him. When he's the day man, you know, in the day man play, he wears a completely yellow suit, and then <laughs> in this, uh, he wears a completely white suit. Just yeah. like, ah. <laughs> when he performs, and I uh, gotta say, he's got moves. That guy can like, oh man, move and like put on a performance. He can sing. Uh, and this, yeah, this song is everything about the song is funny. All the lyrics are funny. Like, it's just like, and it's so catchy, and, and it almost sounds like, like professional. So, sounds you know? real, yeah. It yeah. Sounds, even when they do like, here she is, Frank's little beauties in the background, like the like mm-hmm. when like D and all them do like the chorus kind of with dramatic flair, dramatic flair. It sounds like yes, so good. They have like background. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, so uh, it's great, like back and forth between Charlie's like l- taking the lead, and then we get the gang for the backup, and they're doing their yeah. like like backup dances too. Like, oh man, <laughs> it's so it's, cool! And and then the, when the, and then when like the curtain opens up, and Charlie like starts rapping, basically, <laughs> turn your smile upside down. All right, oh yeah, they're all doing the oh yeah, oh yeah. It's incredible. Uh, and then when they when they finish, like. And they, they kind of end the song. People like hesitate to clap. Like I would be on my, I would be on my feet. Like I mean, I would have clapped. That was really good. I'd be too. I'd be like, this is like more than I could ever expect. The choreographed dancing between like everybody, even when they do the formation, right? Yeah, where like Charlie comes in and the the song chains tempo, like right? Yeah, I don't know. It's just like it just flows together so well, like. It's a homemade song, but it like kills. Yeah, yeah. It's re- Charlie is a really talented songwriter. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, nails it. So then, after the opening song, Frank comes out and addresses the audience. Now, this is incredible. <laughs> Again, continue with his game of like just seeming strange, right? Yeah, like <laughs> like very nice performance, a very nice and clean, clean performance. <laughs> Where does he have to say that? And he's like, this is what he says, uh, welcome Le- to our legitimate show of kids. Now, is that not like... <laughs> what like, do you have to hide? <laughs> Just like with like clean as the adjective to the performance and legitimate the adjective to the show. Like, what are you trying to hide? Like, but, but not only is that, yeah, it's like so obvious. Like if you have to tell me something's legitimate, it's probably not. But then, exactly. o- but then also... The phrase, like, how how could there ever be a legitimate show of kids? Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it was an illegitimate show of kids. Right. Like, what do you mean? Like, an, a, a, like, so he's basically breaking down 
what a child pageant is. You know what I mean? Like a legitimate show of kids. How horrible that is. You know what I mean? Like this is a legitimate show of kids. It's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I just love that line so much. Welcome to our legitimate show of kids. And he he calls them talented entertainers who I am not attracted to at all. (laughs) You can throw that in there. It it seems like half of this is like improvised, right? Because he's like, yeah, uh, just like, or it it's at least performed in that way, right? It's so off the cuff. Yeah, definitely. Um, just the way he starts going clap for the kids seems so just like out of nowhere and just like <laughs> train of thought. <laughs> he's doing what he thinks he needs to be doing. Yeah. Uh, and then they're, they're going to like, you know, he's going to go to his dressing room. They're going to separate. And uh, don't you love the kids like going like, bye, like Frank, and trying to him. touch him. <laughs> he's like it's a oh, great... no they're gonna be in their dressing rooms and then i'm going to be the other side how do these kids even like how often have they interacted with frank that they're like bye frank you know what i mean like... yeah the, he's such a likable character to them i don't <laughs> exactly, understand exactly. Like, <laughs> he's built a rapport with them apparently <laughs> to touch him. <laughs> that was an incredible touch i don't know if that was the directors if that was written whoever said Try to touch him as you walk by. That is perfect. Yeah. That that was great directing. Great. Yeah, it's just perfect, perfect, perfect. <laughs> He's chasing them back. I'm going to my dress room, which is over here, and their dress room is over there. <laughs> and it's not overdone, too. Like, the kids aren't, like, no, going no, out no. of line to do it. They're just doing it if they can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just being like, bye, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh then we see a montage of the contestants doing their talent portion of the show. First up we got a little rope trick. Then we got Yeah, a, we got a cowgirl. Then this is this is interesting to me. I don't know why. Uh maybe it's just cuz you stoned and you go, "Whoa." But first we have a hula dance and then a hula hoop. Two hulas in a row. Does that blow your mind a little bit? I mean, I'm surprised we didn't see <laughs> some Hawaiian trip hop. <laughs> right, yeah, like with so the Hawaiian luau girl. <laughs> Yo, oh, how funny would it be if he was running the soundboard, <laughs> Duncan? Or Duncan was? <laughs> yeah, Duncan's running the soundboard. Um, then we finally end here, and Samantha doing some magic, some pretty bad magic, I would say. I mean, this is like, like now that's what I call magic <laughs> trick of like pulling like, like that rabbit out of the hat. It's uh, right. inventive. We all know it's a stuffed animal. <laughs> like, <laughs> and um, my favorite part of all this is like we get shots of the crowd. And, right. Like Walter is like, like criti- Like it's like he's the judge. <laughs> like he's oh giving, yeah, like, he's like right such facial what is he doing? facial judgments. Yeah, like yeah. he's like checking things. <laughs> like, what's and, he doing? And in these shots of Walter, the camera is like angled so that woman with the bang, Samantha's mom, is <laughs> in the frame. Eric, relax. It isn't. <laughs> I'm telling you, your she's eyes like, are just staring at that woman. <laughs> I'm telling you, she's in the frame all the time. It's like I don't understand I gotta, why. Uh, I gotta tell fiance Katie. <laughs> I told her. I watched her with her. I told her. I go, this woman's in every frame. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> fiance Katie pointed it out to you. She's like, check out that one. <laughs> I'm not complaining. I mean, uh, whatever. I mean, the way that the crowd is shot, Katie and I almost thought like there was something like the crowd is only shot from a sort of like a side angle that like there was like crew and on on the other side of the room that they're trying to hide. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, definitely staging. Yeah, the, staging. Exactly. The That's the word I'm looking basically. for. Staging, yeah. So then uh, so then we cut backstage and see Dee and Justine getting ready to perform. 
D is doing Justine's hair. She looks like a nut, I would say. Pretty crazy. Yeah, they're like, their makeup is uh, <laughs> what you would call like Broadway makeup. It's like so exaggerated that yeah. like, the audience can see what you're feeling as a character, basically. Like your right. expressions really pop. And uh, they get like, what, black dresses, top hats, yeah, uh, bow ties. red bow ties, yeah. red cuffs, red shoes. I, um, I'm not, I was saying to Fiance King, like, I, 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 what are they trying to look like? I don't know if they were trying to do some sort of like rocket. That's what she said. Thing. That's what she said. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Something I don't know. like that. It seems old timey. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's got like an original song. Like, <laughs> but even we'll talk about the song when we get there. But even the song to me <laughs> sounds old timey. It sounds like it's supposed to kind of sound like an old timey. I don't know. I don't know. We'll talk about. It. I, I really wish I knew the source of the song. Yes, D's doing Justine's hair, and Justine's hair hurts, and that's good. So does D's, and uh, it wants her to finish the coffee, but she doesn't quite like it, though. I hate you do too. I hate that. <laughs> it's another thing I hate so much. You do too like telling it. telling people what they like. Yeah, children specifically. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Like, oh, I don't like grilled cheese. Yes, you do. It's like, what do you? It's like, wh- don't I know what my life is, lady? <laughs> 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 don't. <laughs> She wants uh, Justine to pop her teeth in, and she does, and she looks, uh, what is this teeth thing? What are they? <laughs> what is this? They look like a uh, Halloween inserts of some sort, right? Why does Justine need these teeth? Uh, for the show, dude. <laughs> they got to look good. They got to pop. Uh, let's go show those stupid moms. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, her saying that, D saying, let's go show those stupid moms, like, is that, like, part of her motivation? I thought it was to take down Samantha. Or to take... Or is D like, like, still combating her own mom? Which we see in the performance. You're right. I didn't think of that. Like, right. She was like, I'm, gonna, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you, Samantha. Then all of a sudden, this has turned into, like... I guess maybe when Justine said that, like, her mom said she's not pretty enough. That's why I almost think... Justine should kind of be like D if they're going to be going after the mom. Right. Peas you know in a mean? pod. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, D switches this to like some sort of mummy issue. <laughs> right? Mummy? Uh, mummy issue? I don't know why I said that. Because people say daddy issues. So I just said, I don't mommy know. issue? Mother issues. Uh, yeah, I don't know. She switches. She kind of switches here, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I never yeah, thought about she's it. She's really going after Barbara. We'll see. Let's go show those stupid moms. Yeah. So on stage, Dee and Justine perform a song about moms. Moms stink. P.U. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Me and you should go into a secret world. Where no one tells us what to do. Moms are stupid. Doi? I'd like to throw them all in the trash. Yeah! They're nothing but a big humongous pain in the butt. A big humongous pain in my vagina. Moms are ugly! Russ, I didn't. I am so familiar with this song and what happens here on stage <laughs> that I didn't even write down any notes. <laughs> this is like one of my 
my favorite parts of this entire episode. Totally. I mean, this song. I, this song gets trapped in my head on a regular basis. I mean, do you wrote this? <laughs> it's so mean that it's <laughs> like a masterpiece. Right. Yeah. I, I guess. I guess we led to. It almost sounds like this is a parody of some other song, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, it must have some source. I don't know. I don't know either. There's nothing in the trivia. Uh, we're gonna get to the trivia later. I, I've had a, I have a real problem with the trivia. This this. <laughs> oh no! It, it, one mention of the penguin, and I'm <laughs> shutting down. <laughs> so so D, I guess, wrote this song and 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 choreographed and got this is well they do it this is well done i mean they're not doing much i'll say they're it's not like doing much. a lot of like bopping up and down and moving across the stage and de-singing solo <laughs> who slid the trash can out ah, <laughs> a great assist so uh, when she says when she says uh we should throw them all in the trash trash yeah a trash can slides out he picks up a picture. Is a picture of Dee's mom, Barbara <laughs> throws, Reynolds. Like, Barbara Reynolds, and she who we know to be deceased. Yes, <laughs> unbelievable. Like that touch is like like a chef's kiss. Yeah, because it's really crazy. Like if you don't look, like there's no reason she needs to do this. And, and if you don't know, like if you're not familiar, always sunny, you don't even know who that's a picture of. They exactly. Never, they never say that's my mom or Barbara Reynolds or anything. Right. Um, right. I, it almost makes you wonder what Justine was doing on the other side of the stage. Was a, another trash can came out with her picture of her mom? That's what I'm saying. If they were <laughs> if they were team, if they were like another little D, doing the same thing, that, it like, could have had a wide shot. And they would have both done that. You know what I mean? And you could see every mom in like <laughs> the audience well, not I mean, caring for the song. Oh, I mean, dude, moms are stupid. Adoy, adoy. <laughs> and now I have to say we, we saw the full number we we, we saw the full yeah. opening number we see the full future of patriot, patriotism mm-hmm. and we get robbed of this full song I mean we're I robbed of this we really are this is like <laughs> this is the best performance I think just the lyrics of this song like drive me crazy with how funny they are I gotta say the 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 the, the, the uh, how it ends when when she says, "Moms are ugly." Like that's a great ending. <laughs> I know. Line. Way way to go. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then, and we should say too, like the part where I, well, the part where she says, "They're just uh, a humongous pain in my butt, a big humongous pain in my." why does she say it like that one? And then also, it doesn't <laughs> rhyme. It doesn't rhyme with anything. <laughs> Like, Maybe that's part of what she could be parroting. Maybe it totally it could definitely be. I just I don't know what it is, but man, that it, it is so funny. Justine's dancing around with her fake teeth, and it's just it's so <laughs> funny. Moms are ugly. <laughs> it's a great ending line. It's an incredible ending line. Doy. Doy. Uh, so then we cut to Mac, Dennis, and Charlie, and Benjamin performing the future of patriotism. I believe you have Mac here saying, this is the future of patriotism. <laughs> I believe that's Mac saying that. People of Earth. <laughs> <laughs> and they come out and uh, they get abs drawn on them. Ross, have we seen them with abs drawn on before? Oh, of course we have. When the gang uh, wrestles for the troops, baby, birds of war. Yeah, they so they, they're familiar with the ab drawing on technique. Uh, 
and they start doing this like Katie hates this part. She says she hates this part so much. And this kid, Yankee Benjamin, is dancing around. He's wearing like this crazy Uncle Sam outfit. Yeah, it's very sparkly. Uh, what would you call that like material that has that like little um, sequins? Yeah, sequin. I think it's like sequin. This whole like suit with no shirt. Yeah. Um. And the guys are in the background are wearing like uh. What would you say like Beastie Boy jumpsuits of some sort? I was going to say yes. I was going to ask. Does this remind you of three MCs and one DJ or three something? M- yeah. Like yeah. I, yeah. I was going to ask. Yeah. Because I was going to ask you if that reminds you of the Beastie Boys because it also does remind me of the Beastie Boys. Now check this out. This is on. This is on the I. This is on the the Always Sunny Wikipedia. The dedicated Wikipedia. Okay. Mac, Charlie, and Dennis robot dance in yellow jumpsuits. It's a parody of the climactic scene of Revenge of the Nerds movie, which in turn is a parody for Devo music video, I Can't Get No Satisfaction. Did you watch those things to verify any of this? No, I did not, because then I popped over to IMDb, and I clicked on their trivia section, and what it says here is, Charlie, Dennis, and Mac are dressed as the Beastie Boys from their intergalactic mu- music video when they are DJing. That makes way more sense. <laughs> what do you think of those two conflicting trivia facts? Well, one I can't verify because I've never seen either of those two things, but the Beastie Boys, that's pretty direct to me. Me too. Maybe even the Beastie Boys are parodying something and we don't know. Well, that's what I was thinking. But that's I like mean, that, that would be the only connection that happens further. That happens on The Simpsons to me all the time. The Simpsons will be doing a parody of something I have no idea they're doing a parody of. But to me, Beastie Boys is what it makes me as well. The way, yeah, the way they're moving and just just how the Beastie Boys are. <laughs> Jumpsuits. <laughs> yeah. and just the, but it's not very... The, Coordinated. The, the song that they're playing here is like a techno Yankee Doodle, right? Like a rave Yankee Doodle. Yeah, this is like... M- what is that? MD... M- MDA? What's that, what's that music that's out now? <laughs> EDM. EDM. I could have said EDM. Are, you are the, like that electronic dance. Like, like, it's ravish. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you're so old, that, man. That's so ravish. It's, <laughs> it's not the guy who got so ravish. <laughs> um, yeah, and then we get some sound bites here within the song here. We, we get... Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> we get uh, Ronald Reagan... Telling Mr. Gorbachev to tear down this wall. Ross, you familiar with this quote? Yeah, I've definitely heard it before. I mean, I've never seen a clip of him saying it, but yeah, it's from um, a it's speech. pretty famous. Yeah, it's from a speech he made about tearing down the West, uh, the wall in, in Berlin. In, in, yeah, West Berlin. Um, yeah, was tearing down the Ber- Berlin Wall, and then uh, then we get a. F- the only thing we have to fear is fear itself from Franklin Delano Franklin Delano Roosevelt's inaugural speech. Is when he said that. Jeez, pretty doom and gloom, buddy. <laughs> I just got elected. <laughs> the only thing to fear is fear itself. You know, it, it's so weird. Like. <laughs> I was like a little snippet of the speech. Like it starts off. So first of all, let me assert my for- firm belief that the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. It's sort of like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what are you just saying? Are You've just talking? elected the Riddler. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why are you talking? That's what we're going to start with? Like, I don't know. Uh, different time. <laughs> 
So yeah, they're doing this like the 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 game the like Mac Dennis and Charlie are in these yellow jumpsuits, unzipped so you can see their abs, and they're doing this robot dance. Yeah, and by the kid, like the, a DJ booth. Do you think they're actually doing anything to no, DJ booth? Not chance. But they, they got quite the light show going for this too. Oh, what a setup! What an incredible <laughs> like, setup! <laughs> like lasers, Abs- all, yeah. like going all over the place. Incredible, and. Uh, the kid is doing Benjamin is doing the worst dancing. Yeah, he's not a dancer. I don't think they eat, I think they just said do whatever. Seems like he's just doing whatever. Yeah, th- there's no choreograph going on here. And you, and you think Charlie would have been on him about it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we could have gotten like a 30 second scene. Yeah. Just to see that, but I think we would have blew the surprise. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so then they they the, the 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 performance is over and they come walking off stage and they stop they feel uncomfortable. Is yeah. that crazy? I gotta say, like every time that scene happened, I forgot it was about to happen. Right. And then, yeah. like it hits me, and I'm like, yeah. oh my god, even this, like especially right after yeah. D's performance, it's such a great follow up. Oh man. Um. Yeah, we saw D being heavily involved, and now we got to see them being heavily involved. Hmm. Um, what what do the people in the audience think that like the people that are running the show are like one of them's in Justine's performance and the other ones are in this other, you know what I mean like what do they <laughs> think of that and no other adults are in any of the other right. child's performances <laughs> yeah. and by the way their performances are like crazy compared to the girl hula hooping and right. the magic trick shit <laughs> like yeah it's you like, know what like Benjamin's dad does run up to Artemis. Oh, we should booth. say that. We forgot to say that. Yes, they run up to Artemis booth and she wants him to shop. Uh, sir, I go back to your to seat. Your seat. <laughs> I would not want to mess with Artemis. And by the way, it, it, this is like Benjamin's dad, if he's so worried, he could just go get Benjamin. It's not like this is this like security involved or anything. Or, like, wh- like what was Benjamin gonna do? That Yankee Doodle dance? I mean, how much worse it's is way this? Worse. The <laughs> Just the at least there was some production value in this. A pro, a, I, I, but like the gang says, he probably should have had a shirt on at least. Yeah, one of us should. We should say the, we should say the kid. Should have been also, the kid. We should say the kid also has painted abs. Yeah, and he does a freeze frame with his uh, jacket out at yeah, the end, which yeah. I think is like probably the, the <laughs> all the audience could take. Uh, Dennis thinks that would have been cool to rave, though. Yeah, it's just weird with the kids involved. <laughs> it, it was weird. <laughs> yeah. And uh, let me drop uh, Benjamin's dad. Oh, uh, yeah, that's His right. credits. Of He's yeah. played by Corey Blevins. He was born 1971 from Detroit, Michigan. He was in an episode of X-Files, Desperate Housewives, Dexter, Get Shorty, Hawaii Five-0, and General Hospital. So then backstage, Frank accidentally puts on his mic, and the whole place can hear him talking to the mortician. Oh, boy. This, this immediately reminds me of more or less the same exact thing that happened. I mean, kind of happens at in the movie Naked Gun. Have you seen Naked Gun? Um, Which one? The first one. Uh, no. I, well, probably, but just I haven't seen a Naked Gun since I was like 10. Leslie <laughs> Leslie Nielsen ha, uh, He's a great ha- actor Oh man He has like a mic like that And he goes into the restroom And he's like taking a long piss And everyone <laughs> can hear it And he's like saying a bunch of crazy shit Like while it's happening and stuff too. It's kind of similar It always makes me I don't know It just makes me think of that Because that was You know I was a kid when I saw that It burned into my brain mm. Um, 
Frank starts talking to Wachishan here about banging dead bodies. He's wondering, you know, if it happens. No. <laughs> he answers, mm, no. <laughs> what is going on with this guy? <laughs> uh, but Frank doesn't care what happens to him. You can bang Frank. Oh, God. The things he says in this that's mic'd up, it's like pretty nuts. <laughs> when did when did we, can you remember when we first heard Frank's feelings on his dead body? I was trying to think of this. Um, I can't really, uh, give me a hint. Give me uh, a hint. It is our longest episode. That doesn't help. <laughs> what? <laughs> How do you even know the length of all the episodes, dude? I, I got them all on the board. <laughs> Someone's keeping track. Uh, no, I I have no idea. Uh, that's it was, all you're going to give me. It was on, in the Christmas special. He says, just throw them in the trash. In the cartoon? In the Christmas special. Does he the, do the it whole... in the claymation scene? Oh, or? no, I don't think he says it in the claymation scene. I think he says it when they're in the graveyard at the end. Oh, okay. He goes, I don't care. Just throw me in the trash. <laughs> you're dead. You're dead. <laughs> yeah. So we know that Frank, we are, we, so this is a consistent. He does have a history. This is consistent. Of, like, yeah. This is a consistent. Wish of his to be thrown in the trash. Yeah. Um, and that is our longest episode. I know that because it's like three and a half hours. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, this is going to be another long one. Uh, not so bad. I think last episode was actually longer. We <laughs> clocked we clocked last episode at least two hours. Wow. At, of recorded time. <laughs> I think I have to insert clips from there. So, so yeah, he, we're hearing him talk about, you know, chop him up, do whatever, uh, make a soup stew out of his ass. And uh, the gang runs Throw over to Artemis. <laughs> like Artemis. They run over to Artemis to try to stop it. She doesn't know how to stop it. Yeah. And then yeah, this, not much luck there. They're just, like, kind of turning knobs and yeah. Frank's still, like, spewing on the mic. So then Frank comes out on stage to address the audience, and he ha- and he flounders on stage until the police show up and arrest Walter. Uh, so he comes out like, "Sorry, sorry, Janet got a hold of the PA system." Puerto Rican guy. <laughs> there was one guy in the crowd that just shakes his head no and like looks down. Isn't that such like a um, a great way to fuck up even further? Yeah, and just like, but like. like <laughs> It's such like a it's such a thing of like people from Frank's generation to like they always have Would to tell you the that. yeah they always have the to tell you the, of the person they're like, talking to yeah in any situation like like any situation they'll be like oh yeah Chinese guy or something it's like what yeah where do they <laughs> and it's their habit yeah. of it's like this unconscious habit to qualify which right. is unnecessary yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, like oh, yeah. A, a guy asked me, uh, you know, how to get to the bar the other day. A Chinese, like a, a you know, Spanish guy. Like what? Like what? what? They have to add that at the end. It's like and it's, it, it's a thing I grew up with. Like adults, no, it, for sure. I <laughs> probably still know some adults that just do that. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Frank leans in and he makes a face like, uh, "What are you gonna do?" And uh, somebody else. Uh, uh, oh no no! Frank says uh, the kids are great. The kids are great. I love kids. Not sexually. Not sexually. <laughs> I remember twenty. She was a bitch. <laughs> why she was he, old. Why does he say she was a bitch? <laughs> I think it's just like him sputtering and just revealing and just like not. He's not like conscious of what he's saying. It's just like flown out of his mouth without control. Pretty much every time he's had to talk to the audience. <laughs> right. I mean. 
Frank addressing the audience is one of my favorite aspects of this whole episode. And it's such a great reoccurring bit that he just makes himself look worse. And, like, he just can't get it together. He simply cannot <laughs> get it together. Yeah. And like, like, even if he's saying, I was married 20 years and she was old, he's to say she was a bitch. You know? There's no relevance to, like... And the fact that he never had a problem getting it up with her is, like... It's like, what? No one asked. <laughs> and then... Uh, do you and, hear it for the crowd? What is this? Yeah, what is this? And they start hissing and booing, and you know, someone even I think yells like, "Get the kids!" And why mm-hmm. doesn't he get the kids? What is he doing? Why is he stalling? I don't know. I, I don't know. There is no explanation for what he's doing right now. He should be bringing the kids back out for what final judgment? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, but instead he's asking Artemis to play a song. Like he's like stalling. For yeah, something. play. Play some music. Play something nice. And she starts playing a song. <laughs> this makes me laugh every time, man. Like the way he, goes, he starts off with it, start, like uh, doing the then, arm motion. And then how mad he is. I don't know this. I do not know this one. He's like mad. Give me something like Walter. <laughs> Come up and help me. Why and, does he uh, want that? Why is he stalling? I don't know. <laughs> there is no reason. He could have just had like an intermission or. Yeah, he wants Walter to come up and help him. Um, help, help the people, he says. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where the gang is like, let's get out of here. Back down. Yeah, this is chum. bad. <laughs> D, yeah, they're, like, let's get out of here. they're just going to bail on Frank right here. <laughs> and there's no reason to, right? Well, yeah, what is going on right now? <laughs> <laughs> they just don't like what's happening, basically. And this is where the police come rushing in, and they come up and they and they arrest Walter. And we get a detective here. Anything on this detective or whatever he is, policeman? Yeah, Detective Haney is played by uh, Brian Lally. He was born 1965 from Hollywood, California. He was an American Dad, GTO TV, The Invisible Bum, Bukowski, The Scout, and Interstellar Wars. Nice. He, it turns out he lets he lets them know that Walter was a uh, a diddler. He uses the word diddler too, doesn't he? He says diddler. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know he pretends to be this like child protection service guy, and they caught him. Well, Frank too lays down on the floor. We should say Frank's in Crocs too. The pe- the the Crocs the Crocs with the tuxedo. Oh really? I did you notice his Crocs? I didn't notice that. He's a black He's notorious. Danny DeVito is notorious uh, for wearing Crocs. He's a yeah. big Crocs guy. Oh yeah, he was wearing them. All. Yeah, he has black Crocs with his tuxedo. Even when they come in, he's like, "Oh, I'm done. Yeah, That's I'm it. Done. Yeah, it's, it's over." It's over. <laughs> like, uh, but no, they 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 caught a second unrelated diddler. Well, this place is just a magnet for those people. I mean, it's like having a picnic on the beach and getting mad when the seagulls show up. I mean, you have to expect it. This is now. This is just flat out saying the point of view of the episode, right? I mean, right? Yeah, like it's. Odd what are we like? What are we doing here? We like, do this. Yeah, what is children. going on here? And then they start to bail. They start to leave. You know, it's it's an American tradition, not a proud one. They start leaving. Mm. But who won? They want one of the one of the mothers wants to know who won. Strangely, uh, Samantha. She's the prettiest, right? <laughs> and everyone Which just is, goes, comes from Dennis, and it's like. Who is he to say she's the prettiest? Isn't that weird? A weird way to end it? 
Yeah, like, I don't, like, it's sort of like, it's weird to even call, like, a little girl pretty, or, like... I think so, the yeah. The prettiest, like... Yeah. He, he, they could have just said, oh, I don't know, Samantha, and walked away, you know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> I don't know, Samantha, who cares? <laughs> She's the prettiest, and they all just go, yeah, everyone just nods their head, like, all the whole gang nods their head, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we see a group shot of the kids here, Samantha's, yay, I won. And we can see Justine in the back is like a foot and a half taller than everybody there. <laughs> yeah, because she's like th- <laughs> like five years older than them. All right, Russell, what is your favorite character? Shit, this is tough because for me it's 50-50 between D and Frank. Wow, yeah. And it might just go to Frank. I have to give it to Frank. I mean, everything Frank's doing. There's nothing that Frank does in this episode <laughs> that isn't like on... Absolutely on, funny. Yeah, like, oh man. And uh, what is your favorite line of dialogue? This is the hardest part. Well, that's the thing. I, I just couldn't do it. I, I think I <laughs> said that at the beginning, and I'm stick, sticking to it. Like, almost every line of this is pretty funny. Yeah, and but, you know, I narrowed mine down to legitimate show of kids. I <laughs> think welcome right. to our legitimate show of kids. I don't know. <laughs> it's fucking nuts, that line. It's like, you got something to hide, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and what is your favorite scene? Uh, my favorite scene, um, I w- want it to be um, a D in Samantha. Right. You want it to and be, but is it? No. <laughs> it's got to be D's song, D and Justine's song. M- mine is uh, the opening number, the the magic I mean, that scene. is magical. Yeah. Yeah. Just because it's been in my head. And just... it, it's got huge production. Oh, it man. is way better the D song, but I think just like the lyrics of D song, and if we got the full thing, would it just like we got just enough to like want everything out of that? And, and just like the way like Mac like dances across the stage and shit, it's just it's incredible. <laughs> um, it's got a lot to love, yeah. Yeah. All right, Russ, you guess you know what? There is no trivia game this episode. I was so mad at the trivia. That I boycotted doing a game, but we are going to talk about it. The trivia is really bad this episode. All right, so just like trivia bashing, yeah, we're do some tri- <laughs> <laughs> make fun of people that have yeah. no nothing but time on their hands. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is just this is what this is something from the trivia on the wiki. This is like no, we, we this is something I need to address. This is this is in the trivia section. There is a picture of Barbara Reynolds shown during. D and Justine's musical number. That is not a trivia. That is what happened in the episode. <laughs> There's not a trivia. That ha- that's just something we all saw and happened. You know what I mean? Like that's it's like not even saying like Frank uh, had a, a mortician. Right. At, like that's what you're just saying something that happened in the episode. If you said something like if some you said, additional information. If you said something like. The picture D holds up and throws away is Barbara Reynolds, her mother, which in previous episodes is played by da 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 and is in da 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 episodes. You know what I mean? Like, that would be trivia, not just something that is what it is. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's lacking, like, context. I mean, we yeah. know it's her mom. Yeah, yeah I, mean, we, I don't know. It's just, even if you don't know it's, it's her mom, you don't know who Barbara Reynolds is. Do you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's no context. <laughs> All right, Ross. And this is what made me, I think, the most mad. Okay? All right. Let's hear it. Frank's makeup and tux makes him vaguely resemble the penguin who Danny DeVito played in the movie Back in Returns. 
<laughs> I told you I was going to shut down. I'm not even done. There's also a plot line in that movie where one of the penguin scheme schemes is undone when Batman plays a recording of the penguin saying embarrassing things. Furthermore, the opening where he trips, breaks his nose, causing it to gush blood, could be a nod towards his line, it could be worse, my nose could be gushing blood from that movie. As Frank enters no. the stage for the last time before the raid, he no. makes a vocal sound similar to the penguin's quack. No. no. Dude, what the fuck is going on <laughs> with people trying to connect the penguin? Like, not everything Danny DeVito does is He's a reference playing to... playing the same character. Like, <laughs> let it go. Like, he's, he's just because he's in a tuxedo, he's the penguin? <laughs> what, are you, what are you saying? And also, like, the scheme is being undone by the penguin playing in a recording. Like, because they're referencing the hot mic when he's in the dressing room. Like, that yeah, is yeah, yeah. not a connection whatsoever. I mean, not that... I can draw. I mean, it's been a while since I've seen Batman Return, so I don't know. Right. But even so, like, who cares? <laughs> yeah, it's Th- just like... That's not... It's it, a stretch. It's such a I stretch. I talk about it. <laughs> it stresses me out. <laughs> and by the way, this is an, I've said this too. This is, this happens quite a bit. You cannot you cannot write something like, furthermore, the opening where he breaks the note could be a nod to his line. You can't say could, could be, be. In, tri- in a trivia thing. <laughs> it either is true or you don't. it's not there. You know what I mean? Like, you can't, like, have a... Th- like, something you think happened is not trivia. You know, I think maybe this happened. That's not trivia. All right, Ross, that was on the wiki. Now, let me pop over to the IMDb and oh. give you one more. Let me give you one more. This is on IMDb. Once the pageant begins... Frank's makeup and clapping is a reference to his supporting role in Batman <laughs> Returns, <laughs> which he played the Penguin. <laughs> no. Now, this motherfucker added the clapping. The other guy didn't get the clapping. Okay. All right. Which one of these... This is the new game. Which is which one of these makes you hurt the least? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just couldn't believe, like... I just <laughs> couldn't believe it. <laughs> like not only is like the, they have two separate the DJing things, they also like reference a, a bit that you and I have together that they make they're always trying to reference the penguin. They actually are mm-hmm. doing it <laughs> <laughs> twice. So the, on IMDb, I love on IMDb that this little this <laughs> little feature that it has. Forty five out of fifty one people found that interesting. <laughs> the penguin. <laughs> Ooh, forty-five <laughs> out of people 50 thought 50 that was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Did they show how many people thought it wasn't interesting? I guess by process of elimination. I don't know. But uh, yeah, okay, that brings us to the end of the episode, Ross. So let's get our final thoughts, Ross. Does this episode get to be mean because it's a star, or this episode's stupid? Doy. This episode gets to be mean. Yeah, definitely. I had so many alts. Like one of my all the alts was when you look at this episode, do you is all you see is amateurs? You see trash, little pieces of trash on your TV. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, that's uh, good. It was there was so many of those type of things. It's so because it, these song has so many options. I mean. 
You want to oh, throw yeah. the song in the trash. Like, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll, this is one of my favorites. This could be, like, after Mac and Charlie write a movie, this is probably number two. I mean, there isn't a single thing that happens this episode that isn't funny. Yeah, this this episode's an absolute grand slam. It's uh maybe, it might be my favorite episode, yeah, it's up honestly. There. Like, I, I love, love, love it. Smoke some weed <laughs> and watch this episode. The acting is, like, as good as it gets. I mean... Uh, so yeah, Russ. Right before we get out of here, though, I want to give a shout out from a, from a couple shout outs. Uh, At the very end, you're gonna make yeah. I'm gonna make them. I'm gonna make them wait. <laughs> Nobody's listening at this point. Uh, I give a shout out to um, our in. Uh, we're gonna call him our inside horse, Adam. Adam S. Okay, that's a that's what Frank says, right? Inside horse, dark horse, dark, dark horse. horse. We'll call him a dark horse. <laughs> he sent us a he, he sent us a couple nice some nice email and a nice picture f- from the set actually. Oh, nice! Uh, I'll, I'll forward that along to you. Uh, pretty cool. Uh, thanks, so thank you out there, Adam S. We appreciate that stuff. Um, he 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 confirmed too that on the original script it said Frank's new whore wife. Oh. For the original title. That's what it said on the scripts. Interesting. I don't know if we could, like, reveal, like, I don't want FXX. Yeah, you know what? I, I, I said the same thing. That's why I said Adam S. I'm going to blank out when he said his full name. I mean, I don't know. How, you probably can find him. But yeah, me too. I'm like, is there an NDA? Like, can we know this stuff? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. <laughs> this, maybe, this, <laughs> maybe this was all a trap to get us shut down. And also, I want to give a shout out to Anthony W. For a couple good emails, like he he sent me an email last the the Wednesday we released Rock, um, we released Frank's Pretty Woman that Wednesday. Okay, I got an email from him in the morning, basically saying, "What's up? Where are you guys? What are you doing?" <laughs> you know, no way. Like, what? Yeah, and, so and funny I said that day. <laughs> yeah, and I, no. Well, he said, but he said it to me in the morning before I uploaded it. Well, that's what I'm saying, and that's like, what he got his answer right away. <laughs> Yeah, he made me upload it. I thought in my head, what are we doing? Well, let's just release it. Who cares? That's yeah. when I texted you. I said, I'm going to put it up. So everyone can thank Anthony W. for getting me up off getting me up off my ass and, and uploading the episode. Uh, Kickstarting the season, really. Because now we're on a track. You know, He loaded up that train with coals, and now it's ready to tear down <laughs> the tracks. I'm excited as hell. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I told him we'd shut him out on this episode, and he said we didn't have to do that. But guess what? We're doing it anyways. You're not the boss we're, of us. And also, this season, uh, we don't take shit from nobody, and we're footboys. Yeah, so and if you have any Penguin trivia facts, please <laughs> send them to... Yeah, if anyone out there has any... Ch- <laughs> at the OESunnycast at gmail.com. If anyone out there has uh, yeah any trivia Penguin facts for me, please email <laughs> alwayssunnycast at gmail.com. Alwayssunnycastpod, right? At gmail.com? I always forget. I, I don't know. It's... You have the email address. I don't. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> why don't you give our Why don't you give our Instagram while I'm doing that? Uh, at the Always Sunnycast Pod, and the email is Always Sunnycast Pod. No, the Always Sunnycast Pod at Gmail dot com. Send us an email, your thoughts, whatever. Uh, but I mainly want to hear penguin trivia. Yeah, maybe that's our new segment. We just read bad tri- <laughs> penguin trivia facts. <laughs> Yeah, let's see. Can you connect the penguin any more than people already have? I'd be impressed if you can get me some <laughs> more penguin connections. 
Frank, Frank right, drinks well, water this episode. <laughs> in <laughs> Batman, <laughs> the penguin goes in water. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. This has been a long one, but we appreciate you sticking it out to the end. And uh, Eric, uh, what episode do we have next time we record? I have no idea. I was going to ask you that. <laughs> oh, I thought you were leaving the episode without asking. Uh, let me guess. Uh, Sweet D gets audited. That's right. Do you have any uh, good memories from that episode? I have great memories because I just watched it. Mm. So I have some pretty good memories from it. My, but my, mem- my my whenever I think of this episode, I think of D's head nod at the very beginning <laughs> with the helmet on. Scamming. Scamming. Uh, the baby. Yes. Um, I, I, feel, I feel like that really takes a, a front to that episode. The guys with the reason yeah. will prevail. Reason will prevail. Uh, this is where they form the pickle party. That's right. And they have an argument uh, over the cross. Over the cross, how <laughs> bloody it's going to be. Very. I mean, it's an. They, they argue about it being an Irish Catholic bar. And it's so funny, Mac, to call it an Irish Catholic bar. <laughs> is that even a thing? <laughs> I've heard Irish Catholic be described uh, as a way to describe people. Is Irish right. Catholic yeah, not a bar. Not a bar. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this episode is pretty funny. I mean, it's not one of my favorites, but it's got some stuff. I, I like it a lot more than some of the others we got coming down the pipe this season. Yeah, there's there's probably two episodes in here that I'm like, I don't love. I don't love Thundergun Express. Maybe it'll change my mind when I see it again, but I haven't watched it in a while, but I never really loved that episode. Mm. Yeah, I'm hoping uh, to change my mind on that one too. Uh, I, I know you, and I know you don't really like Frank's brother, which is coming up at, pretty soon. Yeah, and um, all right, let's look at uh, let's stop bashing episodes. Let's. Uh, <laughs> it's not that I don't. It's not that I don't. <laughs> when I say I don't like them, it's like saying like they're not my favorite. Is they're not my favorite point. out of like the most funniest things possible. Like I still like them. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, there's still stuff to like. So, but. After after Frank's little beauties, I mean, I know what everything the hell? is everything seems downhill, I guess. But uh, yeah, all right. Thank you everyone for listening, and um, until we catch you on D's getting out of it, a good, good day, day to you. To use. Always Sunnycast is not endorsed or affiliated with Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the FXX Network, or Philadelphia. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of Eric Regan and Ross Northrop. Email questions, thoughts, suggestions, corrections, or things we just plain forgot to alwayssunnycastpod at gmail.com. If you have a moment, please rate, subscribe, and review the podcast. And, as always, thanks for listening, you jabronis. <laughs>